0: Well, one week after faking sick, we've got Johnny Lupinacci
1: oh, on, back. I got, the, I got the antibiotics in my pocket to prove it. But, yeah, it's been a rough go uh, trying to kick this nasty crud that someone uh, at Pullman Regional told me was being referred to as the Pullman crud. Also uh, known as the
0: clap. (laughs) Okay, now, okay, now, (laughs) cut. Uh,
1: But anyways, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm about five days into my antibiotics and I'm feeling a little bit better. Still feeling a little stuffy though. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, But but I'm glad you're here. Loved last episode. So sometimes you just gotta step aside and let the talent (laughs) talent fill in for you. Every once in a while,
0: you need a little bg in your life. Yeah, we all do. And so. Oh. Well well, we have been preparing for this one for quite some time. Yeah, we've been doing some field work. <laughs> As you can tell from my waistline, we've uh. been doing I actually made myself sick last week eating so much candy with BG. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so I wish I wish we had the burritos right here, but you know, every only every once in a while can the listener stand hearing us chew on the microphone. Yeah. So, there you go, yeah. man. Well, we're coming back at it with nine fast food chains that serve the best burritos. This is from Eat This Not That and our author is Brianna or Brianna Ruback or Rubik. Yeah. So when we talk about the best burritos, fast food chains, we're talking about like Chipotle, Qdoba, you know, those kind of places, yeah, right? Yeah, Cafe Rio. We're going to talk about Cafe Rio and their place on this list, or the lack thereof. Right. Costa Vida is another one. And I'd love to talk about the little war between Cafe Rio Man, and Costa Vida. And I, it splits people's allegiances. It has divided families. And,
1: and it is a devout fan base, so...
0: Right, rabid fan base. Yes, I love
1: that in a in a in a burrito chain. So. Absolutely.
0: So we'll talk about that uh, before we hit that list. Though I I had something interesting largest chains uh, in, in terms of sales and in terms of the number of units. And I think it's pretty evident to everybody that if you are to c- include Taco Bell on this list, because some of these like Taco Bell, Taco John's, right, they seem to be a little different than the Chipotle, the Qdobas. Yeah, Qidobas, totally. Uh, and yet most They lists get
1: grouped in, though, because it's the place you can get a burrito in about the same amount of time and relatively in the same price range as places I would call I don't know what do we call them like more fast fresh isn't that the kind of fast fresh that's the kind of term the used nomenclature. for the nomenclature
0: used yeah yeah probably when you're, you're probably in the right. know you refer to like Chipotle right as fast fresh so Taco Bell is listed here as upwards of 6,500 restaurants and $11 billion in sales. I believe it. They got a new CEO coming in. He's already mm-hmm. been named, by the way. He's coming in January 1st. He is a graduate of Washington State University. Uh, oh yeah. Cougs. Go yeah, Cougs. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Go, go Cougs. So he's going to be the new CEO of Taco Bell, which, which I hope means... Maybe you show your alumni association card. And in hot <laughs> like a fajita. <laughs> and you get a substantial <laughs> discount yeah. on Taco Bell. That also would not help my waistline. Uh, Chipotle in all of these lists uh, comes the in second. Yeah. About $5.5 billion in sales. Wow, Qdoba at $900 million, so just under a billion. So it shows you the difference. But we're talking about Chipotle at about $2,000. i have seen it range... I think some of it's hard to gauge the numbers on on the number because you got franchise versus corporate, uh, and then Qdoba at nine hundred million. Del Taco right behind that. Del Taco to me is very similar to look. I mean, I've had a burger at Del Taco. So. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, most Southwest Grill at seven hundred, and the 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 one that for me I didn't even know about was a place called Chewy's. I
1: I don't know about C- Chewy's either. It must be C H U
0: Y. Uh, yeah, it looked like they were pretty strong in the mm. Austin, Texas area. Okay. Taco John's, another one that to me is very similar to your Taco Bell. Uh, on the border, Mexican Grill and Cantina, Taco Cabana, Torchy's Tacos. You get down to Cafe Rio, which is more of the style of like the Chipotle at $267 million. Cafe Rio is almost like restaurant. Yeah, what's what's we'll su- get there. what surprises me is on this one list it shows Uncle Julio's right behind Cafe Rio, thirty six units is all. Mm. Yet two hundred forty million dollars in sales, which I find to be just astounding. Right, Rubio knows how to push that burrito yep. weight. Exactly. You get down to Costa Vida. This this puts them ranking in terms of of chains, two hundred forty three across. That's all like quick service restaurant chains. And maybe about 20 on this list of like the Mexican, ones deemed Mexican food, uh, so on and so forth. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there to show or to give some context uh, to that. But we're going to dive in here because we want to do this in less than an hour today. And we're going to start uh, with number nine, California Tortilla. And at first, you know, Johnny, I had, I had thought, I don't think I had had California Tortilla. Mm-hmm. And then I changed my mind, actually, uh, when I was back in my broadcasting baseball days. Yeah. Uh, when we were on the East Coast, and I traveled all over the East Coast, South Atlantic League, Carolina League, so I know it says South Atlantic and Carolina. We went all the way up to the Northeast. Sure. And California Tortilla, it talks about being founded in Bethesda, Maryland, back in the mid-90s, and it's mainly across the East Coast. Uh, and it, then it occurred to me, I, I do remember actually eating at a California Tortilla and thinking it was, eh, it was okay. It was okay.
1: I've it never was. been to one, man, so I just kind of have to, you know, agree with its location on the
0: list based on my not having been there, so... One of the things the author says was uh, tried and true options like the classic. The chain also sells several unique varieties like Crunchy Barbecue Ranch, Bacon Chicken Club, and a Korean barbecue. We're talking about tacos or burritos, right? In this case, a burrito. And then another distinctive feature of California Tortilla is its Wall of Flame, a selection of 75 hot sauces that enables customers to customize the spiciness of their meal. And You love that. And that's what made me remember.
1: I was going to say, you love that. You're a big fan of the get-your-own-hot sauce. I
0: love the sauces portion of it, right? You know, it's not just because it's free sauce. What?
1: It also gives you, like, real, real, like, control over... What you're trying, you can get a good variety of them right. going.
0: In fact, here's an interesting tidbit in, in my hometown now. Where the Taco Bell is, there used to be a Mongolian grill. Okay? I love Mongolian grill, yeah. but I knew that the Mongolian grill wasn't going to last very long. In fact, it only lasted about a year. Really? Yes, because when you went through, you, know, you go through your stuff, you, you pick out the things, put it in the bowl, and then what's the last thing you put in? You the put in all the yeah. different oils, sauces, things mm-hmm. like that, right? the different flavors. The owner would stand over the top of you and tell you, no, no, don't do that one. Do this one. Do this one. No, no, not that. No, more of this one. No, less of that. Less of that. Yeah. Like literally stand over the top of you when, and telling you.
1: That's part of the fun of the Mongolian barbecue. Like he's a setup. five-star like,
0: chef that knows you're going to ruin your meal or something. And yeah. so I knew. I knew it wasn't. Well, that's last. the whole
1: thing. You, you got to try. Sometimes you hit, you hit gold with a great combo and other times you're like, not so good. Let's get another bowl.
0: Well, I'm Let's going, go. man, I'm not going back here, man. This guy's breathing all, all yeah. over me, you know? So anyway, you, you want to be able to choose your sauces at the end, right? Yeah. So that helped you remember that California Tortilla. That is specifically tortilla. what helped me remember more than the burrito ever okay. did. Okay. So, it was the sauces.
1: So we'll see. It's up there at nine for them, and it works for me in the list so far.
0: Okay. Number eight, Wahoo's Fish Taco. And I'm not sure if you had had this one either, but... This says the California-based restaurant founded in 1988 has 45 locations across six states and one in Tokyo. So not a large chain right. setting itself apart from its competitors. Wahoo's put a, a spin on traditional Mexican fare by incorporating Brazilian and Asian flavors into the dish. While the menus can vary across locations, some of Wahoo's options are the bonsai Burrito, Hawaiian Onion Ring Burrito, and Mr. Lee's Screamin' Chicken Burrito, which consists of spicy chicken, rice, mushrooms, melted cheese, green sauce, and Mr. Lee's Spicy Chili Sauce. I want to have one. I have never had one.
1: Yeah, nor have I, but I'm very interested. This I'd- sounds like a unique, uh, you know, chain here. This sounds like a really, this sounds like how, how we had to experience Habit Burger. Yeah. I think we need to find a Wahoo's.
0: With a California tortilla, uh... Selection of sauces. I mean, wow.
1: that might be asking too much. I yeah. mean, they're giving you quite the variety on. We have to go get a bunch of different burritos there and try that's,
0: them. That's right. Number seven, Rubio's Coastal Grill. Uh, have had this, actually. I also have had Rubio's. In San Diego. Right, started out at, at least as a walk-up stand in Mission Bay, San Diego yeah. in the early 80s. It's now got 160 locations across California, Arizona, Nevada, to me, here's the thing. I, I liked Rubio's. I got it. it. It absolutely 100% hit the spot when I needed to be fed, right? Yeah. I, I didn't yearn to go back, but if it was ever put in front of my – well, obviously, you've seen me. If yeah. Any food that's put in front of me, I'm going to eat unless, unless I'm trying to cut, of course. Uh, and then you're just going to eat less, right? Exactly. I, I don't, I don't though. I don't know how. It's, it's yeah. an addiction. Like you, the I Rubio's don't understand. Is, people Rubio's that just want one good. bite, you know. The Rubio's is good. Yeah, Rubio's was pretty good. Uh, does it stand up to the other ones? I mean, it could be maybe. Well, and, I don't know Wahoo's,
1: but I'd, I, and I haven't tried the others, but it's. I I'd place it kind of where it is here on the list, like mid range for me.
0: Okay, this is the only other one that I hadn't had aside from the Wahoo's. <laughs> Number six, El Pollo Loco says, unlike many fast food chains that will use frozen chicken, El Pollo Loco prides itself on serving fresh, never frozen, fire-grilled chicken, which can be found in some of its burritos. There's the queso blanco burrito, which contains fire-grilled chicken, the fresh, handmade Pin, pinto bean. <laughs> 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 guacamole, pinto <laughs> beans, rice, queso blanco, oh and a house-made pico de gallo. Mm. Then there's the chicken avocado burrito, which is filled with fire grilled chicken, fresh avocado, pinto beans, pico de gallo, jack cheese, cabbage, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Pollo Loco is one that uh, is out of my experience. So a Wahoo Taco and a Pollo Loco are the ones on this list. Yeah. So just for, for total transparency that I have not had. So how do, how do we stack those up? I, I wouldn't ever blame you know the, the author for that. Right, so until we get to the other ones, I I wouldn't know how to do the coastal grill, and as well as California tortilla. So without further ado, number five Del Let's Taco. Let's get to the
1: ones we have familiarity with. So number five Taco. Del
0: Taco, which which I last ate at, and I we, ate a we burger. Have, we have
1: cards to it. I Not mean, five dollar gift cards. So and officially sponsored here.
0: Now now I got two tacos because I. Just for signing up on the app, they gave me two free tacos. And so
1: you I, love free food.
0: I love free food. Uh, it's Free food is better than paid food. Yeah. So so I, got, I bought the burger. I got the free tacos. I got the gift cards for us. But it wasn't the burrito. And have I had the burrito at Del Taco? Yes, actually, I had. I had not thought that I had eaten at Del Taco. And then when I got into my app, because I thought, oh, I went through several times in the summer just for the drink. Right? Yeah. I went through, and, and I realized, and here's why I'm fat, right? Because I went through my order <laughs> history. <laughs> Find out.
1: Actually, you've eaten oh, that Del Taco wait. quite a bit.
0: <laughs> not quite a bit but oh yeah i did have a burrito at del taco i don't remember eating that out in the open no that's the first sign that you have a problem yeah. i ordered it you
1: unconsciously
0: eat <laughs> i ordered it and i ate it before i ever got home to my to my to my brother's house where yeah. we were visiting so that my wife wouldn't know that i had the burrito
1: yeah sneaking food this is one <laughs> of the, sneaking food that you don't you yourself don't even remember because then it's not a lie <laughs>
0: If I don't remember it, I didn't really eat it. It didn't (laughs) happen. I don't remember it. It didn't happen. On that note, this podcast is brought to you by the Weight Loss Clinic. (laughs) Yes, I know. Uh, Look, I know, okay? I know that there's a problem here. But uh, I went back, and then I remember, oh, yes. In fact, I did eat the burrito, and here's what ruined it. Okay. Okay. I think the burrito itself was probably okay. The Del Taco sauces Mm -hmm. that they have, like the Inferno sauce, whatever, I don't like them. Okay. Right? I mean – give me the taco bell sauce give me the jack-in-the-box taco sauce i mm. mean any of that kind of stuff uh i i just for some reason the inferno sauce so but i'm so used to taco bell as my guilty pleasure right it's yeah. my vice uh there are worse guilty pleasures but mm-hmm. you know uh i will t- i will go through if i'm if i'm there in the store i grab a huge handful they, they have
1: great sauces i love I mean, the hot sauce. Yeah.
0: Like I used to get the as, spicy as I could, but yeah. I actually love the flavor of the hot sauce. So, so when I go through, I ask them, you know, if I'm going drive through or whatever, and they're like, "Would you like any sauce with that?" Well, I know what that means. They're gonna put like two sauces in
1: there. Yeah, you're like just so give me them.
0: handfuls. And they then they put four sauces. How many sauces would it take to kill a person? You put you them on the spot. Them. Yes, and if they're like, I don't know, like forty. Okay, give me thirty nine then. Yeah. Right. So w- when you order on the app, though, you can actually put in there sauces, How many sauce? and it yeah. gives you up to twenty five. Okay, and so, so I you max it out. And, Absolutely. So because here's what I do: every single bite, I put a whole a whole packet of the sauce. Boom! Hit the bite. Well, I think the problem was I ruined the del Del Taco experience you
1: because you put the sauce on every bite, every bite, and you don't like, like the sauce like I
0: normally did. Yeah, and the sauce wasn't very good, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I have been to Del Taco. I actually put... And so
0: I I, I have... This you know, should cater to your needs, by the way, or some of the stuff that you've liked historically, because they actually have a lot of vegetarian options. They do. They do.
1: Most, most of these places actually are great yeah. for vegetarians. There's great options. You're packing a burrito. You these. can put yeah. what you want in yeah. it. And you can fill it up. Um, you know, no, Del Taco's is good. Um, I'll be honest, uh, probably... Probably because it is a vice and like uh, a slight addiction, uh, Taco Bell almost every time, and they're never they're, you're never really too far from a Taco Bell. And to me, like Del Taco, Taco Bell, kind of same categories, and I'm gonna go to Taco Bell.
0: It, it's funny because you know when you fill out the like the little surveys, which I do for like the McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. What are the last questions, What's your favorite fast food restaurant? It lists them all, and I always put Taco Bell. Yeah. Right. On the McDonald's it's thing. It's your, it's your favorite. But then it asks a question. Do, is McDonald's a brand you trust? A- absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like I just put because you know what you're going to get at least. Yeah. So that is how I feel about Taco Bell, which is exactly. why I end up going there. Like I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Right. And some are better than others. Like they certain you know, things on the menu are much better. Than and certain others, Taco Bells are better than other Taco yeah. Bells. The way they do it, the staffing, right. The, mm-hmm. How well they're trained. You know, if you train them too well, then they keep things to spec and that's not enough. Right. You want them over specking your, yeah. your stuff a little bit bigger burrito right which is again that's how I'm fat but I because I enjoy those kind of things yeah. but but like you know what you're getting so like del Taco to me was yes I, I'm sure it was amazing I think I ruined it
1: but we didn't add in here too we're just looking at burritos because overall you can't get a burger at these other places. And you can <laughs> at true. Del Taco. And you, and you can at Del Taco. And so taco. if you're out with a group of people and, like, some people... You're trying to pick between a burger place and a taco or a burrito that's, place. That's what I said. And you're I not said. willing to go through two drive-thrus. Because usually there's at least a burger option close by. That's what I said. Then you can hit Del we Taco. We don't
0: at least have to argue or go two places. You're yeah. right.
1: So I put it there. I mean, I'm so far I'm digging this list. I don't have a lot to go off of except... I would put Del Taco right smack in the middle um, as we're going and I certainly don't think I would put it ahead of anything that's to come here. You're
0: right. So number four, Qdoba. I love this place. Okay. Uh, there's one specific thing that I know that you love. Oh, you know more about it because I talk about it. Okay. It as and I like it, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. I like it, but there might
1: be something wrong with me. No, slightly addictive in it because people who like it love it. Well, you either really love it or you're kind of like you are.
0: You're like, I don't understand what the big deal is. I don't know that if this means that we have to label this podcast as uh, oriented for adults or anything because of the content. But my buddy Mark said it was like crack cocaine. Yeah. right. That well, is that what...
1: that's true. I mean, I go to Qdoba and I get genuinely excited for, for the, the queso. queso. I want it. I want, like you put the hot sauce. I want to pour it in the burrito. I want to dip the quesadilla in it. I want the chips. I want, like, give me two cu- full cups of that queso. It's going on everything.
0: Now, apparently, I didn't have this. I could this. eat
1: it like soup.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Nothing like nothing no. wrong with it. Uh So, I didn't have this, but the thing with Del Taco is apparently they have a lot of their burritos. You can have the queso in the burrito. But, but now, I don't know if the queso is like the Qdoba queso, right? Because that's a no. separate thing, right? So... Qdoba for me, I mean, here's the thing: it's very similar to any of the other chains, but there's something that's lacking or something missing. Like I eat the burrito, yeah, and you just recently. I feel it's bland. Like some sometimes, like you have the individual components that all taste fine, but they haven't somehow melded or mixed together. They haven't found the magic. They haven't found the magic to me. Yeah, all of them, the the sum has not been greater than the parts. Yeah, the parts are fine, but that's to me. Qdoba, which which you need means to put more queso on there. man. Have I seen a list where it said Qdoba w- uh, was number one? I have, and that person deserves to be in a loony bin. But most of them rank them about four or five. If you're talking about five or six different places, right? Yeah. So I I think that Brianna slash Brianna is probably so far on track. Okay. I mean,
1: I'm not I'm not this next grouping of them. It's it's really tough to, tough I to separate them out.
0: Here's where I struggle with this one. Number three, Moe's Southwest Grill. I'm gonna tell you right now. I love most Southwest Grill beyond the ones that are, uh, well. This is your numero uno. Beyond where Chipotle is, for example, and obviously we haven't got to Chipotle, so yeah. spoiler, spoiler alert. But you know Chipotle is gonna be higher up on the list. It, it most most of the time it is. Uh, most Southwest Grill, I love it, and I used to eat it in Asheville, North Carolina, quite a bit. Love Asheville. Great, great city. Uh often when I talk to students and they, they're like, Where should I go for spring break? I want to go Asheville. somewhere. I'm like, don't go to, you know, Cancun or whatever your Cabo or wherever you're gonna go, like you always go. Like, do something cool, man. Go to go to like Asheville, right? Go hang out at the French Broad River and have some good barbecue and visit the, the Biltmore estate.
1: The Moog Museum.
0: Absolutely. I mean, they've got some it's a very eclectic Fun place. Right? Yeah, no, it's a very cool But city. they had a Moe's Southwest Grill. They got two of them, actually. And Moe's Mega Money Mondays were, was like a sponsorship with our minor league baseball team. But they had $5 burritos that day. So we'd go and we'd get the $5 home wrecker. The home wrecker was fantastic. It was a really good burrito.
1: Yeah. So I've heard nothing but great things from Moe's. So I've got to get to one. Um, so I'm not against where it is on this list. Uh, but my guess is it would be. I'm not a big fan of a, a, any of these taking number one, so it could easily slide in and steal number one for me. I'm just gonna have to try it, and I go to Asheville, so I'm gonna be able to try it. Um, so, and I'm gonna be in Utah. We know we've talked about this. All of these. Oh yeah, you'll exist find something. In Utah.
0: They can also uh, it says the home record burrito, which is made with a protein of their choice, rice, beans, shred cheese, blah blah blah, like all the other stuff. And mm-hmm. guacamole. It adds that. Subtly, or not so subtly, poking fun at Chipotle, <laughs> the chain highlights that yes, guac is included. Ah. ah because so many of them yeah, you can add guac for a dollar fifty more, right? Right. The other nice thing is they give you the chips. Like that's just part of the the Yeah. The, that is nice. Here's some chips and here the little salsa so, bar. So
1: I'm going to ask you some questions about it in comparison to one that's not on here, that I would actually bump one of the top three they have. I would bump it out, and I think I'd like to see it slid in. And so the next one that, that this list has that I that really disagree with, although I go there quite a bit, so yes. came, based on frequency. Taco is, Bell. As a burrito place like Taco Bell, it's not there for no, me. It's up e- there with Del Taco. It's got to be at least in the top. The bottom half of the 10s, uh, it's like eight, nine right up there for me.
0: Well, Taco Bell to me is like, it's like Taco John's. It's like yeah. some of these. It's I feel concession. like it's a, it, yeah, it's a whole separate experience. And even their big burritos, the biggest, the yeah. most, you know, the, the the more expensive options at Taco Bell still are not the same. Yeah. I mean, they're still smaller burritos too. Yeah. And there's just something about, I think we were talking
1: about it in prep for this. There's a difference between fast food and fast fresh. And this list blends the two. So I would kick this one out, which brings up to me up to the is Mo's like a Chipotle or Qdoba experience? Or would you place it more on and recently we we Moe's is a Chipotle Qdoba. Okay. So it's not more like because we were recently at Cafe Rio, which I would slide in here and I would put it right around three. Uh, because I do like Chipotle and Qdoba a little bit more. But I will say this. Cafe Rio pushed fast, fresh into almost restaurant. Like there was not a big difference aside from price between going to a Tex-Mex restaurant and the meal we had at Cafe Rio. I felt like I had fresh cooked food. Um, it was really good. Portions were enormous. I wouldn't be able to eat that in the car. I wouldn't be able to grab it to go. Um, it was great in house, and so it was like a re- sit-down restaurant experience
0: in a fast, fresh chain. Mo's Mo's every Mo's that I've been in, yeah, uh, had a, a nice big seating area. In fact, okay, so similar to yep. In fact, in Asheville, uh, not only at the one that we used to eat at, I I think it was a Henderson Henderson Boulevard or something like that. Anyway. Uh, not only did they have an area to sit down, they had four or five like board games that were there. You grab a game, yeah. and you sit with your friends and you could play a game. So that's where I learned how to play Speed Scrabble. We'd play Speed Scrabble. We'd have a home wrecker, a five dollar you know thing. Obviously, it's a little more than five dollars, but that's that's what their deal was through the baseball team. Little did you know that that home wrecker burrito
1: was grooming you to lie about your eating,
0: <laughs> which wrecked Later my on, home which life. Is which is so home wrecking. Which wrecked my home life. Explain Mo. I know. So, so, yes, they have Chipotle, but before we get to Chipotle, should we talk about Cafe Rio? Yeah, and we need to, because
1: I think I would, for me, Cafe Rio would replace on this list where Taco Bell is, really in these. Actually, I would have it three, I would have, you know, Cafe Rio, then Qdoba, but it's all close in the yeah. top three there, and, and here's, I really liked it.
0: And here's the thing, you can't actually talk about Cafe Rio if you're talking about bum, the bum, land bum. of Utah without talking about Costa Vida. The Holy oh, War of Burritos. snap. That literally saw a, an article called The Real Holy War. So <laughs> if you talk about Utah versus BYU as the holy war that everybody in Utah knows and college football fans are generally aware of, it's Cafe Rio and Costa Vida. So here's the deal. Uh, Cafe Rio in 2005 accused fellow Utah-based fast food Mexican restaurant Costa Vida formerly known as Costa Azul when they started, of recipe theft and copying trade secrets, and then the two restaurants settled privately in 2007. Cafe Rio started in 1996, and the signature dish is a sweet pork barbacoa burrito made enchilada style. That's the thing is they like make it enchilada style, yeah. which I chose to do. I really love the enchilada style. Okay, I found uh, this article, which I thought was pretty funny. It was written by a guy named Chase Bryan, a guest submission, it says for the the website Explore Rexburg. Yeah. Okay. Well Rexburg is in Idaho and that's where BYU Idaho is. Used to be Rick's junior college, right? Sure. And they they did very well in whatever division three football. Um But I loved his writing style. He says, walking home from class, you check your group chat with your mates to find a raging argument over where to eat. The choices, Cafe Rio or Costa Vida. You chime in, wait, aren't they the same thing? (laughs) <laughs>
1: That's what I thought. I you're actually s- I actually confused the
0: two. Your so-called friends then team up to mock you for being so naive. You feel like you've just entered the Twilight Zone. You're right to think they're the same place. Both are Tex-Mex chains that started in Utah with incredibly similar men- menus, but a- about as authentic as Panda Express is Chinese. However, Cafe Rio started in 1997, where Costa Vita only started shelling out the tin containers in 2003, starting to look like a copycat, right? Because you're to-go... I mean, the containers even look the same. Cafe Rio would agree. Back in 2005, they sued Costa Vita, then Costa Azul, for stealing their recipes, layout, and trade secrets, among other things. The case was settled in 2007, but the terms were never disclosed, making this rivalry one of the biggest in Mexican restaurant history. Rumor has it that Costa Vita was banned from using the term enchilada style and is now forced to use the line, Would you like this smothered? Oh which, my God. which, by the way, I do use. I do do uh, like, yes, I <laughs> want it smothered. The first impression starts with the atmosphere when you walk in. Costa Vita mm. has a Jack Johnson look, a bright Baja surfer vibe with a lighted bubble display right as you walk in. True. Yep. Cafe Rio, on the other hand, channels the Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex version of Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Cafe Rio's employees desperately need a hang in their cat poster on the register, whereas Costa Vitas are like the on-camera version of David Argeletta. Really friendly. So I, I was looking at this. Costa Vida. Has uh, a lot less restaurants than Cafe Rio, though. Okay. But they have seven in Washington, which surprised me. Most of them are in Utah. They got three in Arizona. They got three in California, 10 in Idaho, and uh, so on and so forth. So, what's interesting, and I've been to both of them. Yeah. Right? There's so a Costa I. Vita. I thought they were the same. Yeah, you walk in, and the Costa Vitas that I've been to have a smaller dining area than Cafe Rio does. Okay. But you go through the line the The board all kind of looks the same. You here's your burrito. Choose your you know choose your your protein. What kind of rice do you want? What yep. kind of beans do you want? It's very similar to most Southwest grills. Very similar to Chipotle.
1: The queso is good. It's different, um, but it's a good queso.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, and I've never had the queso from Costa Vida, but did try the 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 queso from Cafe Rio. Probably the same. I think my my issue though, the one that I've always had is. Is when you are in the the enclave, the the mecca of of uh, Cafe Rio lovers of Utah. I've only heard people just rave about rave Cafe about Rio. it. Yeah, that's my problem. Is the it's, diehards? It's the greatest thing you've ever had, and I'm looking at it going. I don't think it's the greatest thing, to the point where I have deemed these Cafe Rio gasms. <laughs> So, oh, you've gotta try this. Oh, but you've gotta try the sweet barb the pork barbacoa. Oh, it and I think my problem is is the the sentiment that I get from people who talk about Cafe Rio mm-hmm. and have these cafe rio gasms is that it's authentic Mexican food.
1: Yeah, it's not. No, it's
0: it's really not. I'm no. sorry. If I want really good Mexican food, first of all, my tacos alabada are better. Secondly, there are several Mexican good Mexican taco trucks that yeah make, or
1: restaurants and places or yeah.
0: restaurants uh, I find like most restaurants I think cater more still toward very well we talked American about
1: East, it when we were recently at uh, Cafe Rio it was great we we had an amazing I mean the portions are unreal it was a ton of food and so we were pretty happy with it but we both said on the like for this list we're looking at chains hmm but there's probably a local burrito place that's more authentic mexican or even tex mex that's yeah. really good and for us like just down the street from cafe rio rio and i'll still go to cafe rio it's that uh, i'll probably choose atelanos which is a local oh, burrito yeah
0: cuz you get a real like burrito
1: that's i mean it's as big as your head it's as big as your head and you you know i mean it's it's just it's unstoppable yeah. it's san diego's best burrito <laughs> yeah, in san Spokane. diego's
0: best san diego style, best san diego burritos yeah and, and here's the thing. You know it's legit when it closes at 3 in the morning and opens back up at 6 in the morning. Yeah, it doesn't even, I didn't even know it closed. You're right. Well, that's good. That means you haven't been there at 4 in the morning trying to get a burrito. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Although you could. The hours you run, man, you could. Yeah, I do run those hours. Yeah, you so. run some wild, crazy hours. Uh, so for me, like I look at the Cafe Rio experience. I thought it was good. I mean, you got a you got a special deal there. Uh, I know that Moe's, Qdoba, Chipotle all seem a little bit cheaper, I think, than Cafe Rio was.
1: I did get a special deal because it was Taco Tuesday and I ran with the special. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really good. Yeah. Like good quality food. I did like the queso there. <coughs> Me too. I did. I did. I liked the queso a lot there. Um, and, and, you know, I'm picky about the queso. It wasn't like Qdoba. I'll rank the quesos real quick as a little please sh- do. A spinoff, and then we'll get back to the list. No, please do. Top three quesos go in this order. Number one, Qdoba, reigning champ. And it probably is something addictive. And they probably put nicotine in the, in the queso.
0: Okay, we just need a smoking advisory yeah. also on this. Yes. The Surgeon General <laughs> warning.
1: True. Yeah, so uh, there, there, there is likely an addictive additive to uh, the queso We'll at, find out some class Qdoba. action
0: lawsuit someday.
1: Yeah, and I'll still go there for the queso. Uh, and then I just can't then, stop. Chipol- What's that patch for? For the Qdoba Ch- queso. Chipotle, um, queso comes next, and then it's the Cafe Rio. And I could see Cafe Rio queso moving up because it was so u- unique. There was like a white mozzarella at the bottom, yeah, and you had to stir it up. It's like I think they put cheese in the cup and then put the queso in there, so there was like melting mozzarella in there. And once oh, we discovered man. this there was almost like a salsa and melting cheese yeah, action it's going it's like the
0: fudge at the bottom of yeah, your Yeah, so your, it could easily uh, sneak cone. up. Oh, As I talk
1: about it I'll probably stop there tonight and get queso and chips. Oh so. man. <laughs> but I'll remember it and I won't right. lie about it later because I haven't dealt with being groomed by the home wrecker.
0: Okay, but you need you need to have two side by side though. That's what we need to do just All two side by side. Queso off. A queso off. Well, actually, we need all three. We need a Chipotle, we can do it. Gudova, we, we got to plan it. this because we want them hot. Uh, we need three people, we need a central point so that it's it's equal distance. If I have one of those bags that
1: maintains the heat, so like a cooler, some, some way we keep the heat in, I can get it hot from Cafe Rio and get it down here. If it just stays warm, no, we'll for do it when minutes. we're in Spokane. Yeah, Whoa. true. Oh, because wait. all three are in Spokane. Yeah, because I was like, we have. Two of the three down here. So we could do it all up in Spokane. We have Chipotle
0: and Qdoba. We don't have Cafe Rio. Right. We have that up in Spokane. So we have to do this. Where we are recording. But in Spokane, Washington, where you live, they they do have that. The Lilac City.
1: Yeah. We're going to do it. It'll happen. Okay. We'll do a live podcast of it.
0: Okay, so number one on the list, Chipotle. I see it. I dig it. Brianna slash Brianna. We can't talk about burritos without mentioning the behemoth that is Chipotle. You know that because we went down the list of the number of units that they have, the total sales, with nearly 3,200 restaurants across the country. Chipotle has made a name for itself in this space, standing as one of the top-selling burrito chains in the country. As a customization-driven brand, Chipotle gives customers a choice of grilled meat or sofritas wrapped in a flour it's all. It's kind of the same. For instance, uh, it says, aside from, aside from offering variety, the chain is known for placing heightened importance on its ingredient sourcing. For instance, in 2017, Chipotle announced it was the first national brand to not use any added colors, flavors, or preservatives. Customers can also take comfort in knowing that Chipotle's meat is hormone-free while its ingredients are never frozen. I'm going to be that guy, though. Let me just hold on. You yeah. got to hear this. Okay. Here we go. He pulls out the facts. March 2008 and April 2008, Community Epidemiology Branch of the San Diego County Health and Human Services traced Hepatitis A outbreak in San Diego County to a single Chipotle restaurant located in La Mesa, California, in which 22 customers were infected with the virus. April 2008, norovirus outbreak. Chipotle was implicated in a norovirus outbreak in Kent, Ohio, where 400 people became ill after eating at a Chipotle restaurant. Officials at the Ohio Department of Health said that the outbreak was caused by norovirus genotype G2. Many of the victims were students at Kent State. In November 2016, I mean, here's the thing, all of these, over and over and over. So Chipotle, the number of of outbreaks that they have had, I'm not saying that these kind of things might not happen occasionally, but I don't know what it was for Chipotle, but the list was substantial on outbreaks, norovirus, and other things like that. Is that just because of the size of their place, though? Or you think there's some protocol problems? I, I think problems. there's got to be protocol issues. Yeah. This one, though, made me laugh. All right. <laughs> you ready for this? Okay. Mm-hmm. In November 2016, three men filed the class action lawsuit against Chipotle, alleging that a burrito was listed as containing only 300 calories when, in fact, it contained more. They're seeking unspecified damages for an injunction against the company to prevent it from posting what it calls misleading information on its food. In January 2020, so that one was funny. This one's uh, not as funny. In January 2020, the company received a $1.3 million fine from the state of Massachusetts for $13,000. Child labor violations. Oh, this meaning, is a bad one. Okay. Meaning they had teenagers probably working that they were working beyond their 20 hours or whatever yeah. the state law said. Working them uh, later into the night than they're allowed on a yeah. school night. You know, a lot of them are like 9 o'clock on a school night. It's not
1: like they're hiring 9-year-olds.
0: No, no, no. Uh, so, but anyway, Chipotle has had a lot of those kind of issues. For me, I mean, here's the thing. I... I like Moe's Southwest Grill the best. Yeah. I'm not saying that this is completely bizarre. What to me makes it kind of a an iffy take is what I'm gonna call it, is throwing Taco Bell in there. Yeah, Taco uh, Bell in the
1: top three is is really when it's
0: a totally different experience, I think. And I do feel like it is heavy on some of these like California you know, largely California restaurants, yeah. but you don't have other regional restaurants in there. And I think when we look down that list of total sales, like Chewy's wasn't on this, which yeah. is Texas, which I, we, neither one of us have had, but I, I would like to. Mm-hmm. Chewy's wasn't on this. Cafe, uh, Cafe, Rio. Cafe Rio and Costa Vida weren't on yeah. this regional that are, I mean, they're in growth mode. Cafe Rio's in growth mode. Uh, so to me, it's like, well, I, I would say it's a bad take. Uh, but I understand the methodology given. I'd say it's an iffy take.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of right in the middle on it, too. I agreed with everything except for the Taco Bell placement. And, and given that, I hadn't been to some of the other places. And I'm reserving I'm I, I think, for me, the number one could get bumped easily. And Moe's Southwest Grill could slide in there. So I'm excited to try it. But my top three are close, aside from the Taco Bell, are closest. So I'm right in the middle on an iffy take. If the Taco Bell wasn't there... Uh, I'd be like, this is a good take, but you put Taco Bell number two. Come on. Come it's on a now. totally different experience. Yeah, I can't give it quite a bad take because I agreed yeah. with like 90% of it, but you don't get a good take when you put Taco
0: Bell number two. Well, on this edition of Good Take, Bad Take, Iffy Take. It was an iffy take. <laughs> it was an iffy take. Hey, just to highlight uh, real quick because then you got a roll. Yeah. Uh, coming up pretty teach. soon. We we're gonna have uh we're gonna have a so we got a new we got an actress who's been very uh who's been involved in a lot of rom coms rom coms we're gonna have a rom com episode and Chantel has agreed to come back we by the way it. for for our rom com and we've also got Thanksgiving coming up I think there are some good Thanksgiving movies we could talk about we've got Christmas coming up which Christmas means, movies oh let's rank the Christmas movies best Christmas movie ever yeah and Die maybe hard. maybe it, Oh, he threw it out there fast. He threw it out there very fast. So We'll get there, uh, though. We'll we're going to get there. So we've got a lot of stuff, I think, coming up over in the next couple of months that I'm really looking forward to. But Nachi and Chappie, here we go. Good Let's take, go. bad take. Today's Today, was a iffy, iffy take. take. I love it. Iffy
1: take, stick around for the jiffy cake. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good week.